This is the Wikipedia page for Darius McCollum. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Vernado, KSN, reminding everybody to subscribe to Wikilisten. It's the best podcast ever. It's the only podcast ever. That's not true. But then again, the best podcast ever is kind of subjective. That's true. Anyway, we're reading about Darius McCollum because I watched a documentary about him recently, and I am so passionate about this person and his situation. Hashtag justice for Darius McCollum. Like, I, I just, it blows my mind. What so is going said, on with this person? You said hashtag justice for Darius McCollum out loud, correct? Yes. Yes. All right. Just double checking. Yes. There is a website you can go to to help support, like, just. Uh, oh my God, y'all get ready for this. So hash, saying hashtag out loud is just like a categorization thing, right? Well, it's a real hashtag. I, I, okay. Yeah. So I'm putting that hashtag out there. Oh, you're putting the hashtag out there mm -hmm. verbally. Yes. Got it. Okay. Darius McCollum. Darius McCollum, born March 28, 1965, is an American man primarily known for posing as a New York City subway motorman and bus driver and operating subway trains and buses for joyrides. McCollum is a New York City resident with a lengthy arrest record for crimes related to the transit system operated by the city's Metropolitan Transportation Authority, MTA. He has been fascinated with buses and trains since his childhood and has been diagnosed with autism. This guy knows how to party. Yes. I like him. I like him a whole Joy lot. Joyrides on buses. Hell yeah. And Way he would go, literally, Darius. he would drive people, he would stay on the correct bus route, drive people to where they needed to go on their stops, never. Whoa. Wait, anyone. he stole buses with people in them? <laughs> well, he would, he would steal the empty bus and then like just go along the stops along a route and pick people up and oh, like get them safely to their stops. That's not safe. No, it's not safe, but like he never, mm. you know what? Let's just keep reading. There's more to this. Uh, characteristics. McCollum has been interested in trains from an early age, frequently riding the New York City subway for days at a time. His fixation with trains has led McCollum to frequently impersonate MTA employees or employees of a related entity for which he has been jailed numerous times. McCollum has been rejected for employment by MTA on numerous occasions, although he is reported to know more about the trains, schedules, procedures, and rail operations than any current employee. A prison psychiatrist who did an evaluation diagnosed him with Asperger's syndrome. McCollum is said to have memorized the New York City subway map by age eight. Got it. All right. My party guy opinion has changed when I found out he was picking up people. <laughs> Again, there's more there's more to this. Like, I yeah. don't know if this article is going to go into it, but when he was a, a teenager, like subway employees would train him and allow him to drive the train sometimes because like he knew what he was doing. It's not like he just randomly hijacked these vehicles without knowing what to do. Like he yeah, knew what to do. There's no, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter at all. Because someone who is not an employee of the MTA driving a bus that picks up my child or mother or friend or whomever, like, no. Listen, I agree. But the point that it's gotten to this state, there were just so many other solutions along the way than 
imprisoning him like this. Well, I also agree that a person who is obviously, you know, autistic and has relational and social issues, they should find better ways to deal with him than jailing him. But also, no, he can't. <laughs> he can't steal buses and pick people up. No, of course not. But like he could have just become an employee. They could have hired him. And he was a volunteer at the MTA museum. And when the MTA found out about that, they banned him, told him he couldn't volunteer anymore. There were so many. Well, I mean, there are probably some people who are pretty mad about him picking people up uh, on the bus. Fine. But he was just being a volunteer at that point. I get it. I mean, they should have had a better caseworker to liaison with him or something. But it is a failing of the system but also picking up people now. Yes, of course. Let's let's just go on. Notable arrests. According to McCullum's mother, his interest with the New York City subway system started in his youth when motormen permitted him to drive trains. McCullum was first arrested in 1980 at age 15 when he drove an e-subway train with passengers for six stops. While he was in jail at Rikers Island, he wrote to the New York City Department of Correction and asked if he could drive one of their buses. By the mid-1990s, McCollum had become a minor cult figure, particularly after the MTA posted thousands of wanted posters in trains and stations so that riders could report sightings. Occasionally, McCollum would appear as transit employees named Morning or Manning who writers invariably experienced as friendly and helpful. By 2000, McCollum had been jailed 19 times for transit-related crimes. In 2000, he pleaded guilty to charges of forgery and burglary for signing out a train according to proper MTA procedure to perform customary duties, extinguishing track fires, supervising maintenance, and then signing it back in. He was sentenced to a minimum of two and a half to five years in prison. That sucks. Yep. And sounds like at this point, it's because he was jailed so many other times, they dealt with him harshly this time. Mm -hmm. But again, I feel like if this was a case where like he checked out a train and did not pick up people and was just like honking around on the train, honking around, by the way, is a new term that I have for <laughs> joyriding a train. So if he was honking around on the train, <laughs> then I think that maybe they could have, you know, figured out a way to deal with this person who, you know, has a neurological disorder in a different way. In 2005, McCollum was apprehended at a Long Island railroad yard with the keys to an M7 rail car in his pocket. They had been given to him by his MTA friends who had given him their shifts, but he pleaded guilty to attempting to steal a locomotive and was sentenced to three years in prison. Although he was released from Sing Sing in 2006, he was re-imprisoned for breaking parole after he was found in possession of railroad property. On June 13th, 2008, McCollum, now 43, was arrested again. He was wearing a hard hat and carrying a knapsack, flashlight, and gloves with an MTA logo. He was dressed in the blue t-shirt and work pants typically worn by track workers and was arrested as he tried to enter a restricted area of a midtown station. McCollum was charged with criminal impersonation, criminal trespass, and possession of burglary tools, a hammer and screwdriver tucked in his backpack. These burglary tools are also the typical repair equipment that all MTA maintenance workers carry. When his mother was interviewed over the telephone, she said, anytime Darius wears anything remotely resembling the transit uniform, he gets arrested. 
Well, I mean, that's partially accurate. I mean, he was also trying to enter a restricted area. I am sympathetic to his plight, but this page is also funny. McCollum was released from the Downstate Correctional Facility on July 3rd, 2007, nine months after his arrest for violating parole by returning to the city from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. He was arrested at Penn Station on October 5th, 2008 for impersonating a Long Island Railroad employee and answering passengers' questions. None of this is violent. All of this is nonviolent. Like, okay, yeah, you can't be impersonating employee, whatever. But like he was giving what was almost entirely likely accurate information. But see, I think this has a long tail in that what's happening right now is that they're tired of him. Yes. And what what was a problem in the beginning was you can't steal buses and pick people up because that is putting other people's lives in his hands, which is a huge no-no. Well, how it started was he was a teenager with MTA employees enabling Uh him, allowing him to drive the trains, supervised him driving the trains. That's how Uh it started. This is not... Wait, what are you trying to convince me of right now? I'm just saying that like it didn't start out with him stealing buses. It started out with him having relationships with actual MTA employees. I get that. And so the MTA is trying to ban him for something that was kind of their own fault, really. It's their own fault for the employees being friendly to a kid who is interested in trains. And allowing him to work their shifts. They should have looked forward and be like, I better not show him how to run a train because he'll steal one. No, I mean, they were literally allowing him to drive the train on his own, like without another employee right next to him once he knew how to do it. Okay. I mean, I don't know how accurate that is because I, I didn't see the same documentary you saw. So mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. But, but still, it's not, it doesn't mean it's their fault that he stole trains and buses later. Well, no, no, of course not. But, you know, the beginning of everything started with the MTA enabling him. Anyway, Wiki listeners, it's time for you to listen to this message to help support us. Thank you for listening to that message to support Wikilisten. Now back to our argument about this train stealer. Let's just move on. (laughs) On August 31st, 2010, McCollum was arrested for the 27th time and charged with grand larceny and possession of stolen property in connection with the theft of a private bus from a Trailways of New York terminal in Hoboken, New Jersey. According to the police, McCollum allegedly boarded the bus at approximately 6.30 a.m. that morning and discovered the keys left in the ignition. McCollum is accused of then commandeering the bus with the theft reportedly going unnoticed for two hours as McCollum drove around John F. Kennedy International Airport and Jamaica, Queens. McCollum was taken into custody without incident. Police stated that McCollum is very smart, he's not a dumb guy, and that he was a gentleman during arrest and processing. At the time of his arrest, He had spent 18 years, more than a third of his life, in jail for transit-related offenses. In 2013, McCollum pleaded guilty to stealing the Trailways bus. On December 24, 2013, McCollum was released on parole and was to voluntarily enter cognitive behavioral therapy. The terms of the parole, which lasted until August 24, 2015, required that he does not operate a motor vehicle. And that was on my 18th birthday. On November 11th, 2015, 
McCollum was arrested for stealing a Greyhound bus from the Port Authority bus terminal in Manhattan. He drove the GPS-equipped bus for approximately two hours until his arrest at approximately 4 p.m. in Goannas, Brooklyn. According to the New York Times, McCollum said, I'm stealing a plane next, after his arrest. <laughs> now he's just getting bold. He's yep. just, now he's just... You know, he's like, I'm a super criminal. I steal transportation vehicles. Mm-hmm. Although his parents, who moved to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, believe McCollum should leave New York to avoid the temptation of the trains, parole conditions have until recently repeatedly restricted McCollum to remain in New York City. Suggestions from his parents and autism advocates that the MTA find a way to hire McCollum in some capacity in the manner of Frank Abengale are rejected by transit officials who fear legal liability. In January 2018, McCollum took a plea bargain in which he agreed to go to a psychiatric institution for an indefinite period of time. Now, this is the part that makes me probably the most upset. This is the type of institution where legally speaking he cannot be released until they decide that he's ready to be released there's likely no major rehabilitation happening here he could spend the rest of his life in this institution which is not necessary he's among the most violent individuals and this is his life now they're just profiting off of him being in prison um, that is unfortunate. It is. <laughs> I hate it. I, I see what you're saying. I, and again, you are, are obviously pulling from information that, that you saw in this documentary that is not necessarily covered here in this page. So yeah. I've also looked at there. There's a website as well. Got it. All right. I hear you. In popular culture. After McCollum used an insanity defense based on Asperger's, he became a folk hero to people with autism spectrum disorder, especially children celebrated for his rebellion against what autistics often call the dreary world of the neurotypicals. In spite of his diagnosis from several psychiatrists during at least two criminal proceedings, this defense was denied as the judge ruled he was capable of controlling his impulses. A Harper's Magazine article on McCollum by Jeff Teats was a finalist in profile writing for the 2003 American Society of Magazine Editors Awards. At the 2003 Edinburgh Fringe, Paper Hat Productions of New York mounted a play by director Jude Domsky called Boy Steals Train. Based on McCollum's life and letters, McCollum wrote to Domsky and described as pointing a shaming collective finger at a judiciary that refuses to recognize Darius's condition. The play was awarded a fringe first by the Scotsman, and the troupe won a Best Ensemble Acting Award. His story was also made into a BBC radio play broadcast on BBC Radio 4 in August 2005. McCollum appears in episode two of The Dark End of the Spectrum, a two-hour, two-part radio documentary that aired on CBC's radio show, ideas on June 2nd, 2008, and again on July 24th, part one and July 31st, part two, 2009. A documentary film about McCollum, Off the Rails, the Darius McCollum story, directed by Adam Irving, premiered on April 7th, 2016 at the Full Frame Documentary Film Festival in Durham, North Carolina. 
Darius McCollum, is he currently in that institution? Yes, he's probably going to be there for the rest of his life. Right, I got that part. Uh, so I probably will check out this documentary that you're talking about, I'm sure. And I will uh, maybe be as mad as you are about it later on. Who knows? I, yeah, please go watch it. It's on YouTube. This is how the justice system works. It's terrible. It's garbage. What's the name of the documentary that you, that you want everyone to watch? Off the Rails, the Darius McCollum story. Oh, that's the one. Mm-hmm. It's on oh, YouTube. Okay. Great. Everybody check out Off the Rails. Yeah, it has its own Wikipedia page, too. Nice. This has been the Wikipedia page for Darius McCollum. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. You can also gently tap the subscribe button if you feel like it. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, please let us know. We'll read it. <laughs>